Every little thing you did do to me They sweet to me for body She your loving feet follow me Wow, 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 wow Get your bow, let me go crazy I'ma get say you sure for me Say me can we draw money No drugs are fit to contain And your body in a package So you know, see, I'm falling, I'm falling, falling, falling Overdose me, your love, they overdose me Now you, I want to love you, I think of Fololo Overloading, I'll be overloading Your bank account, money plenty down me, dear man Don't want to tell me love it tastes like this Another day for you, baby. Yeah. Quit my casting over ways for you, baby. Ooh. The only time that you say that you hate me is when I take the last slice of pastry. Now I'm on the run, 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 run. Loving you till kingdom come. But you drive me crazy. Send someone, still my billboard, baby. My number one, I see be. Mama, you did, I mean, like by me. I just wanna be there when you Hey, my people, my people, how far, how far, how far? This is the Courageous Pod. Um, it's been a hot minute. Um, today I have a guest with me, a very special guest. He goes by the name of Ola Talks Abitogun. He's a fellow YouTuber like me. Um, very, 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 very much accomplished. He's had, he has a whole lot more followers than I do. Um, so I really appreciate him, um, you know, taking the time today. To, to, to come on the courageous pod. Oh, are you there? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear, loud and clear. Perfect, awesome. perfect. Um, so just for 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 those um, I've never heard of a lot. This is a uh, uh, like I said, this is a, a very 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 much accomplished um, individual. A lot talks. I'll be talking is a result based counselor, consultant, and coach in seven key areas: uh, career, dating, relationship, marriage, parenting business and real estate and you've been youtubing for how many years now oh man i think our first channel was 2009 we lost that channel um yeah it was 2009 and it was a channel about uh my wife and i would just jump on and just talk about celebrities in nigeria at that time oh, really yeah 2009 we, we run that for probably i don't know maybe four or five years on and off okay until one day i think i mistakenly deleted or something it was it was it was um you know how you have like channels yeah on your on your one branded account and stuff like that mm -hmm. and this channel has been dead for a while like two years we haven't run it yeah and then i kind of like deleted it by mistake while i was trying to figure out how to set up some new channels because we weren't going to work it anyway i was just like whatever yeah oh, but yeah i've been dabbling on and off on youtube since 2009 oh wow interesting 
Yeah. Um, you also happen to have published two books on real estate investing called Smart Real Estate Wholesaling and Real Estate Money Secrets. And I did an additional book that you co-authored with your wife, Lola Abitoko, yes. uh, called Get My Marriage Back. And, yes. um, and that's, that, I guess that's kind of like a big part of the reason why I also brought you on today. Because um, as you all know, um, there's a man by the, that goes by the name of Kevin Samuels. Um, if you're living under a rock, go look him up. He is one of the biggest uh, or fastest growing YouTubers in the last, at least since the pandemic. Is that fair to say, Ola? Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, Five, yeah. One of the fastest what you, growing. What year are we, I, I definitely since the beginning of last year. Yes. Yes. It, um, blew, it blew all the hot cylinders open. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Early um, 2021. Yeah. And um, he recently died. Uh, really, really tragic. Um, but... For those that don't know, just uh, kind of like uh, his background was, he he had started out as like a fashion slash style consultant, and he used to do these YouTube videos, and then he kind of got into the relationship advice, the relationship consultant right. um, thing. And right. during the pandemic, there was something unique that happened. All of us were home, right? We're all home. Right. We couldn't go out. And a lot of people realized how lonely they were. So there were a lot more people watching YouTube videos. Correct. And of course, you know, a lot of people that were lonely were also looking for like relationship advice. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Samuels was one of those guys that had been giving relationship advice. He'd been giving a relationship advice and just life advice and just, you know, general right. advice to young men on the internet for a while. He used to be yep. very, very rough on them. And yes. then he also, he started also giving women advice on and his wasn't necessarily how to maintain a relationship. His was more so how to get into a relationship, or at least kind of like how to how to get started and and optimize your chances of finding a meaningful relationship. And right. he always talked about that, that. He wasn't really in the in the game of like how to make. It was really more so how to even get in the game to begin with. And I think what happened was that he he saw that there was something going on within the black community in the United States where relationships weren't working, and you had different people with all these different standards. Like he would bring women on and interview them and he would notice that they had all these standards. Sometimes he considered them to be kind of unrealistic standards given mm -hmm. who he was talking to. Yep. And he had this, it was a very unique approach. It was, people People think he was being mean just to be mean. It was, there was a, there was a, there was a system to the madness. He, it was, he called right. it shock therapy. It was this right. thing where he would, he would be very, very direct with you and depending on the energy the women gave him, if he mm -hmm. if he sensed any kind of slight disrespect, he yep. would return that energy to them, and he would he would talk to them in a way that you don't really hear people talk to women these days. He um, would roast them. Basically. Essentially, essentially, yeah. he wasn't politically correct. He was very, very direct, and he would be. It was like brutal honesty, and yep. he he always said it. It was almost to kind of like give them a jolt, like to shock them into reality. Like, hey, here's what's going on, you know. And, but it was really important because I think it underlines how, how he, he always talked about how as humans, we need each other. We can't do this whole independent, we want to be our, by ourselves things. We're not, we're not necessarily built like that, which I kind of, I really actually really do agree with. I don't think right. we're, as creatures, we're not really built to be by ourselves like that. I think we need some level of companionship, something. 
And right. during the pandemic was when I think people realized just how how lonely they were. So there was this one video that went viral where he was very, very brash to this lady and he was like, look, um, your average at best. Remember the average at best video? He blew up. People were like, yep. what? Why would he talk to her like that? And it was That's always... the video that brought me on this radar. Yep. And, and it was always the same thing. People will always be like, well, yeah, I guess he's kind of saying the truth, but it's how he's saying it. It's his delivery. delivery. It's his tone. And people would like try to tone police. Like maybe he can deliver that message in a better way. And it's like, he would come back and say, well, the other people that are delivering that message, what are the results are, that they're getting? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm explaining this to, because, you know, people hear Kevin Samuels and they, they kind of like, they cringe automatically. They have all these assumptions about him. And I'm not saying he's a perfect man, but there was, there was like, I, like I said, there was a method to his madness. It wasn't just to be mean, just to be mean for mean's sake. Um, and unfortunately, you know, well, actually, fortunately for him, his channel grew after the pandemic. He had over a million subscribers. I started following him when he was like at half a mil. And I saw this guy rise through the pandemic. And there was a time when his live shows, right? Like, he'd be getting 20,000 viewers a night. The, like, this is, that's not normal. That, that is unprecedented. And this was for someone that was, you, you, you would think women hated, but women kept calling. It was almost like, it was, it was like a different, it was a different part of, like, this relationship advice game. It, was, it wasn't, weren't used to hearing it, is what I would say. So I guess my first question to you is within this space that you've been, have you also interviewed people? Like what, what has been your experience in like trying to give people relationship advice? Now, first of all, you're married, right? I am married. 15 okay. years. 15 years. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many kids? Uh, three. I'm raising, uh, I'm raising three, three boys and one princess. Interesting. Oh, one wow. is a full-blown grown person. So I would oh, say wow. right now there are three in my house. Wow. Okay. So uh, I guess what's your experience? Because you know, watching Kevin Samuels, I, 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 he, he interviewed so many people, and I, I always wondered how he did it, and like, what was, like, what do you think about the current state of, particularly in the Nigerian diaspora? What do you think about the current state of relationships, and like with people's expectations? I think it's a disaster, you know. <laughs> Even within yeah. Ni- the Nigerian space, everywhere. Even with the older folks. Wow. I think it's a disaster. And I think if I if I have to blame anything for it, I will have to blame um, the media, which today now is social media, right? Yes. Um, it's just the tool that, you know, the powers that be have always used to control human beings. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the vested interest of those stakeholders is not exactly what the vested interest of the individuals are, right? So you and I, we're just trying to build a family, just mm-hmm. trying to raise our children and be happy and come back home. All right. That's what we're trying to do as an average person. But, you know, the powers that be, they don't care about none of that, right? Break that down for us. Break that down there. for us. I, I, I kind of, I see where you're going, but I need uh, you to break that because I, I, I need to really, under, I need you to kind of like pull back the layers, the layers right. a little bit. So when you say the powers that be, you're talking about like, um, I guess, economic interests, right? Like, People yes. that want to keep systems. the economy going, the systems. Systems, yeah. Okay. Not particularly persons, but systems. The okay. way the system, because we created the system too. Yes. At the end of the day, value for value, right? Mm-hmm. We get value. We consume all the content that they're putting out there for us. 
Yes. You know, so we created as human beings, this is just where we found ourselves, you know, and sadly is affecting relationships in bad ways. Um, the internet has so much information on it. Back in the days, we didn't have that much information. We have to go to older folks, AKA relationships, right? Yeah. And, and bow and say, ah, pops, you know, what do you think about this? Moms, what do you ask advice? This is the person I'm looking to marry. Mm -hmm. You know, the vetting game started with your parents, started with, you know, a little bit of research yeah. about where this person is from. But these days, because we have at, in our palms, we have all the information, right? Mm -hmm. And we have, uh, back in the days, to have books was a special deal. Like, yeah. you know, we used to spend God knows how much on half.com trying to get books, right? Mm -hmm. These days, you could download as many books as you want. It's it's all on the on the palm of your, of your hands. Yes. You have the world in the palm of your hands these days. Yes, yes. So I think we have overload of information right now. Anything that's overly supplied with declining value, right? Yes. Um, so I think that's where we are. And uh, the Kevin Samuels of this world, the gurus of this world, the Steve Harvey's of this world, they are a product of that same exact thing, okay. right? And uh, anyone can turn up a mic, a microphone, a camera, and start talking to people. So we went from they're using social, they're using media to control us to anyone, regardless of what kind of skill set or where they're coming from, yeah. they can talk to us and our children. Mm -hmm. So we're in chaos, right? Okay. The principle that guy's life is still the same. Oversupply creates less value, right? Yeah. More, more demand increases value, right? Mm -hmm. So no matter what it is, once you have too much of it, you take it for granted. Application yep. gets watered down. Yeah. Um, when it comes to Kevin Samuel, I, I don't know him personally. I can't speak to that man as a man. I don't know who he is. I can speak to his talking points, okay. right? And, and we can dissect it uh, however way you like, deem fit, right? Mm -hmm. And we can get through some of them, right? Yeah. But I think some of the stuff I heard, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. I listened enough, long enough to know where his rhetorics are. Yeah. Right. Some of the stuff are absolute facts. Yeah. They are quote unquote universal truth. They are common sense. Yeah. Right. Yep. But but that wasn't our problems. I think most people, in fact, one of the reasons why a lot of ladies were triggered is because it was hitting a nerve. That's it was the bottom line. It was right, most so, definitely. So, you know, he was saying what you know a fifth grader can probably think themselves, yeah. and it was hitting those nerves. Now, and, where and, I and, would question is like, did we get to application? Okay, like, like, did we get to apply those principles? Yes, the the application that a lot of if you go into the comment areas, mm -hmm. the applications that a lot of people were inferring. Or getting from him is, oh, we should check this woman. We should hold them accountable. Uh, and I and I definitely want to get into that. I, and I want to get into that because there are two sides mm -hmm. to this. You're right. So, mm -hmm. and to just to give people a kind of like a framework of of what his ideology was about. It was really about, um, I guess the best way I'll put it is matching, like people matching, um, like different people matching, like. A woman, for instance, right, meet, meeting her match 
and what right, it I meant. Mean, to go from your range. Yes. Like, and, and, shoot, right? and it was basically what that meant in today's world. Now, as we know, with the rise of women's rights and the, 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 you know, the participation of women in the workforce, women have leveled up compared to 50 years ago. Exactly. So things, the dynamics have changed. The relationship dy- dynamics have changed from like our parents' generation. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. from our parents' generation. Yeah. So women, more women have leveled up. And his own thing was that media has kind of like taught women that, you know, they should strive for more and they should never settle. And that yeah. is a fact. There's yeah. this narrative in the media where women are always encouraged. And there's a reason for that too, you know. Uh, you know, people, they want women to be encouraged to kind of level up. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that what ends up happening is that by doing that, um, there are a lot of men that get overlooked as a result of that. Mm-hmm, right. And that men are constantly confronted with the realities of their situation all the time. They're reminded by it by, by society all the time. They're right. reminded by right. women all the time. When If right. a guy goes up to a woman that's out of his league, he is reminded pretty quickly. Real, reality sets in pretty quickly. He doesn't really need right. much for that. Right. In the case of women, however, that's not necessarily always the case. And mm. he always tried to, he, he had this term called a high value man. And I think this is kind of where I felt like he, he had a point, but he used to kind of trap women with this high value man term. He would ask exactly. a woman, um, so what, you, you want to have, he, every woman that came on, he, the assumption is that she wants a high value man. Right. Mm-hmm. And he would, the fact that high value man from what he considers to be high value man, it's like someone that makes like a certain amount. I mean, there's like a mm-hmm. bunch of criteria that he has to describe a right. high, high value man. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like the top, what, five, 10% of the population of men, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And he will basically, basically say, look, that's the five, 10% of the population of men. Now, as a woman, right, when it comes to sexual marketplace is what he would call right. it. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily view women the same way we view men in within the sexual marketplace. We right. view we we judge women more on looks versus the way we judge men on like their their pockets and how much right. they, they can you know generate the kind of wealth well, they status. can generate mm-hmm. status. Mm-hmm. And that was that was what he always made clear that you're judging this man because you feel like you're in this certain tear because you're making this amount of money, but that doesn't necessarily make you. Um, entitled it doesn't to, make you desirable yes it doesn't make you desirable and doesn't make you entitled to men right. in that upper stratosphere whether you believe right. it or not whether you believe the high value men or not but that was kind of how he broke it down and as right. a result he would bring women onto his show and he would trap them into into this high value man discussion and he would knock them down he would knock them down a few notches and he yeah. would pretty much give them a brutal reality about where, where they, they, they stand. Right. And yeah. it got to a point where he would do it and it felt like sometimes, yes, I know yeah, you're, you're being truthful, but it, it, sometimes it felt like he wasn't necessarily doing it necessarily to help them. Sometimes it felt like he was doing it more for like the entertainment of his show and, of to, and to give his audience fodder, which is what you talked about, the, his audience. A lot of yeah. these men that kind of, they, they, it's almost like they got off watching women get demoralized. Is that yeah, yeah. is that safe to say? Yeah, of course. Um, so I mean, there's there's, there's, there's Kevin Samuel was multifaceted, right? He he was a guy who knew exactly what he was doing. He was a genius marketer. He was. 
So I'll give him two credit. I give him the credit that he was a genius marketer. I give him the second credit. He was a good salesman too. Yeah, he was a good salesman too. He knew how to sell women on, on like, like he would sell a woman like even it could be a really great looking woman, no, and maybe she's Mm -hmm. like in her thirties. But man, he would. It was almost like he he had he he was such a good salesman that he used he used to use all these sales you, tactics. You, you said it all. You said he built he will build them up and then destroy them, knock, now, knock right? them down. That, that's you know that's. I'm glad that we have the comments because a lot of people don't see that. There's a lot of men that can't see past their own bad experience. They yeah. can't see the better lessons that they can actually get from him, which is how he moved as um attention getter yep. and a business person right yeah including image like just just look at him when from an image standpoint starting from little things as little as the pendulum on that table right yep all those things matter those are things that i would like men to kind of like take and see if they can apply it in real life in relationships in business in every aspect of life literally if you can't get attention, everything else you're doing is failing. It's, go, it's just going to fail. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get frustrated yourself because we all have that need yeah. for people to see what we're up to, even if it's good, right? Mm-hmm. It's attention at the end of the day. So yes, he definitely knew. So those two credits, definitely. A genius attention getter, polarized views, extreme polarized views. Like he's not going to stay in the middle. He's not going to say some women. He's going to say all modern women yes those, all those things are intentional yeah yeah to get the attention people like us regularly when we stumble into like what do you mean that's not i know i know women that are like that. No, no, no. all women go talk to those other women mm-hmm. all women all that is intentional then this the second so again i talked about the market the other thing is again conversation started these are real conversations that must be had though yeah yeah. These are actual delusions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so so the the thing is that if I were to push back on him, if I didn't know him well as this just this guy is just a marketer, shock jock of all types, right? Yes. I, I would I would go and say, what about the man? But I get I know enough that let me just not bother him. He's in his lane. Let let him do what he was doing. But in reality, both men and women of these dating scenes today, they need to be held accountable. All of them. And and the, the real problem with relationships comes down to one thing, unrealistic expectations. We expect humans to become perfect because we've read too many books, right? Mm-hmm. We, st- we start drawing boundaries in romantic relationships. Like if we want to get down deep into that, right? Yeah. All of this is unrealistic. Human beings are not perfect and they will never be perfect. That's the bottom line, right? Yeah. Now, should they be held accountable? It depends on what we're talking about. What are we talking about? Was she supposed to clean the baby's poop and she didn't clean it? Uh, or was she snoring yesterday and you thought, oh, women are not supposed to snore? <laughs> or maybe she farted in the bedroom and you're like, yo, that's too much. I can't handle that. What exactly? There's too many layers to it. What exactly are we talking about? So a lot of a lot of conversation around Kevin is generalized BS nonsense. Yeah that people are not going to talk about in real relationships. They're not. And everybody is capping like, oh, we're trying to build community. No. The reason why you end up in this conversation is because somebody hurt your feelings. Let's get down to the bottom of it. There's a lot of hurt people out there. But that that was also something that Kevin Samos talked about, though. He always talked about how people needed some level of therapy. 
in order always, to actually, he always, he always in order to actually be able to invest, like really put, your, give it your best, give your, give your relationship your best, which, which, which I always thought was a really, really solid point. But like, but you know, I, I want to talk about his followers, and because Kevin Samuel has built an army of, I call them Kevin Samuelites. I see them, and when I knew that this guy's impact had reached a different level was when I started seeing like Nigerians, like Nigerians in Nigeria. Just so you using his talk. Less than a minute on my end. Did you see it? I, I, I see it. I see And I okay. think I may need to log back in. I'm, I tried okay. to upgrade, but yeah, I, I, okay. do, I didn't want to disrupt the, the interview. The flow. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah, I, I see it. Hopefully it doesn't, because I've done this before and it didn't kick me out, but. Worst case, okay. I, mean, I just need to. I remember out. doing that too before. They never kicked me out. So yeah, let's let's keep rocking. If you have to, just bring me back on. I'll bring you back on. So, um, but it, he has this army of people that just they love him. They love everything he has to say. They they love how he kind of sticks it to women. And I I was I, I don't know if you've come across them because I've come across a lot of them. I come what? across a lot of them on I have Clubhouse. Personal friends, actually. I come across a lot of them on Clubhouse, and it's like. Mm -hmm. Yes, I get, I get it. He's made good points, but you do realize that he, he, it doesn't necessarily apply to you too. You know, th there are things that you need to do as far as a man where you need to level up, um, in order to become that person. And, and I, sometimes it's like, I never want to, I never want to interject whenever I hear these people talking, especially like these people that, cause at least in their minds, they feel like women need to. Almost like they're like they're deprived. They automatically just assume that they're deprived mm -hmm. because right. they maybe they happen to fall into the high. Yeah. So basically, I just want to get your thoughts on like I, I call them Kevin Samuel lights. This army of Kevin Samuel, you know, uh, uh, disciples, so to speak. Kevin Kevin Samuel isms. Yes, that go around and they they feel like maybe because they've. They've ticked off some of the criteria of what it means to be a high value man. A high value man, yeah. And they go around telling, you know, preaching this stuff. And in my mind, I'm always thinking, uh, Kevin Samuel does what he does. Trust me, he's a great content creator. It's mm -hmm. it's bigger than just him being an advisor. Like he, he, it's engaging, it's entertaining. That's why mm -hmm. the average at best video went viral. It was yep. it was jarring. But there mm -hmm. are all these people out there that think they're the next Kevin Samuel, and they go around and they go around spitting all this stuff. To women, yeah. like, what are your thoughts on that? On on, on this fact, trend? there's a guy right now who I think, um, Dennis Dennis uh, Dennis Perley, uh, who is claiming to be his attorney. He was a friend, blah blah blah. Yeah, he's running around town, and um, he's doing such a terrible job. And I think most people that would try to follow his footsteps would do a similar terrible job. It can't. It, it, it can be. It's only one Kevin Samuels. Yeah, I, I've seen Kevin Samuels on other panels before. I've seen him how he talks to the ladies. He doesn't talk like this. He yet. switches up. He switches up. He, he changes. He, he has the social skills. A lot of people thought uh, he backed down from not talking at, um, what's, what's her name? Uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Right? He's smart. He, he's try, he was trying to go mainstream. Yes. He was trying to so, go mainstream. Even there was another girl. Um, mm -hmm. I forgot her name. Some girl that. Who, Melanie King? No, it wasn't Melanie King. This girl that, that, uh, had a baby for this baller and I forgot her name. Oh, 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 oh. Brit Britney, Britney Brit Renner. Britney Renner. Even Britney right. Renner, he was very controlled. He held mm -hmm. back and he, yeah. he, he was very careful. He, he picked carefully when he yeah. turned it up 
Exactly. Master master communicator. Master. So look at look at like Britney Renner, right? You're about to talk to Britney Renner. Obviously, you're not gonna use the same energy Mm -hmm. that you used to talk to someone who called into your show. Mm -hmm. A person who called into your show is probably lower on self-esteem. Right, yep. a Britney Renner probably has God of like, I would chop you up, I would chew you out if you don't, if you're not, right? Yep. And he probably knew that, and he probably knew that. Listen, you know, if I'm going to get some information out of this person, there's a way to move, right? Yep. All of that is called social skills, emotional intelligence. Yeah. And yep. Kevin, I'm not sure if he's deliberate. Actually, no, he's not deliberate. He actually majority of his first videos from years back, if you go watch them where him teaching men some of these social skills. Yeah. He started by teaching them image, right? Mm-hmm. I did a video and I had it some context. Like part of your image is how you talk in public. The way you talk to people in public, that's going to become your image. You see a lot of people on Clubhouse, before you know it, they're, they're, they're what do you call it? The account is clipped or they get blocked or things like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> your image is your image. The way you talk, the way you dress, the way, all those things is going to affect you. And it if you don't know lot. how to control it, if you think the way he's talking, like a monotone, at those women that call into the show is how to talk to women, you're going to have a rude awakening. And yeah. that's what I think the big problem with some of the, not some, majority, majority of the of followers are going to be. When it comes to application, there's Kevin Samuel as a textbook. There is Kevin Samuel application. Mm-hmm. I think he completely missed out, unfortunately, on being on being in a place where he could now teach Kevin Samuel's how, apply. How to apply. I mean, there was so much more he could have done. I, w- I was honestly, I was hoping that his content would kind of evolve and he would kind of get away from that whole telling women stuff. Because after a while, it, just, it kind of got repetitive. Like, I could almost exactly. predict what he was going to say. If you're a mentally healthy person, right? Yeah. At some point, you're like, yeah, like, this is, is, it, is it, it's a bit much. So I was hoping right. his content would kind of evolve. And I, I felt like he was working on that. He had to get into the mainstream. He was in some videos, some rappers had to start shouting him out. Um, and, you know, he's, I, he had always talked about wanting to become like a, like have his TV show. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, maybe he could moderate that a little many bit. Training, some kind of yeah. Maybe he could moderate that a little bit and then, and then, and then maybe give men a little bit of a dose of of his medicine too, like maybe yes, highlight yes. that, because honestly, I feel like one thing that he was definitely right about is that there is a big problem with relationships today. Like yes. you cannot deny that uh, yep. divorce rates are at an all time high. People mm-hmm. are unhappy. Um, mm-hmm. there there are people that are just opting out you have the you have yep. the incels that i don't even bother they've decided they've given up you have the fem cells i like to call them the feminists that are that all men has come like there's so much chaos right now the feminizes yeah there's so much chaos right now that i don't think people understand how much we need each other and how much we need to, and you know i happen to feel i have to feel like the family is the bedrock of society some people don't agree with me that, too, me too. but that's that is my belief. Yeah. And in order for us to have a good, thriving economy, a very, very well-rounded like country, mm-hmm. I feel like we need to fix our relationships. I think that's that's where it, all our problems, all these social, the cultural wars that we're having, it's all stemming from all these people that are. There's so many people that are from broken homes. So many people that are, are, are yeah. not fully adjusted. You know, I, I like to say, I feel like. Society is it all comes down to mommy and daddy. And when you have when you have more dysfunctional 
marriages, you're going to have more dysfunctional children being raised yeah. out of those marriages. Mm-hmm. And that's going to enter society and it's going to affect yeah. society and you're going to find more dysfunction in society. So I feel like yeah. un- until we kind of start fixing that, which is why I respected Kevin because he he recognized that more so within the black community, within his community. Yeah. And it was almost like he felt like this was his calling. Like this was like a, a big deal to him. Um, yeah, again, yeah. I'm not I'm not in favor of everything that he always did and everything that he always said, but you mm-hmm. cannot deny his impact. I mean, if, deny- if there was no problems, he wouldn't exist. He wouldn't. His, his brand wouldn't exist. It, it wouldn't. And, and, and for me, when I first, because I had a few conversations with a few friends. I actually have, uh, quote unquote, a friend of a friend who saved their marriage from listening to Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, wow. Because she got her shit together after, you know, some people just can't see it, right? Yep. And, um, but for everyone like that, there's 10,000 people that resent him and yes. resent black men more because a lot of those followers you were talking about are now running around town, yep. around the streets of social media, yanning their mouths anyhow at women. Yes, it's crazy. It's for crazy. Every single, by the way, there's, he's, he's, he's been claiming eight couples that he got together in the last two years, eight couples. But for every single one person, Right, there's thousands upon thousands of extremely toxic rhetoric out there. <laughs> it's crazy, it's wild, and and that's why and that's why his legacy. The way I see his legacy, it's it's going to be such a mixed bag. It's not, it's not pure. It is, it is. but but as men, let's get down to it now. As okay. men, we have to be okay with that. Okay, when we're trying to solve problems, we create new problems. That's every profession in the world understands that. Mm. Try our best to mitigate that. Yeah, but when we the, the if, if we don't have this hard conversations, yeah. we're not going to fix a, a problem that the numbers are clearly saying yeah. there's, there's a problem, right? There is. So it's okay that a Kevin went through here and instigated the conversation. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. What I don't want is men still perpetuating the same Duplicating the, those efforts. You, there cannot be another Kevin Samuels. We had him. He We needed him. We needed that impact. But it, it can't... Everyone can't go around playing the Kevin Samuels rule. It, you can't do that. It's just not going to work. Especially guys that, it's like, do you understand that these women are leveling up to, these women are, they, they, they got, they, they're getting bags. Physically anymore. Exactly. They're getting better back than you. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and I think, I think that's, that's a frustration with a lot of these men. They, they realize that and, now these days, in order to get married, there's a higher threshold that you need to meet in order to be financially from, right? stable. Mm-hmm. Where we're coming from, right? Yeah. As men, you're a Yoruba man, I'm a Yoruba man. Yes. As men, right? We don't compete with women. No, if women no, no. have our problems, we'll solve it. We don't complain publicly about it. Yep. That's not what we do, right? Oh, we're just being quiet. Okay, we're not quiet. Let's go into a barbershop and talk. But you don't complain to women about your problems. No, you don't. No, you, you don't. You, you do that, you will lose a hundred percent of the time. You're not Kevin Samuels. Stop it. No, yeah. No, you don't. And and that's our cross to bear. That that is, you know, when when we talk about the patriarchy and we talk about the fact that men kind of have kind of run things through time, that is our cross to bear. Like they exactly. women have their cross to bear too. But one of those of things course. that that we have to bear is we just have to some things that we just have to suck up and be like you know what this isn't it's not it's not I, my place i don't even look i don't see when you when you see problems in front of you how you interpret it mm-hmm. makes all the difference right 
If you interpret that as we have to suck up, that's where a lot of these men's frustrations are coming up. Then you start to hear things like, what about us? No, no, listen, it's not sucking up. You are the leader. Do you want to be a leader? Okay, if you don't want to be a leader, you can play the house husband role. We can go back to that <laughs> if you want to, right? Yeah. But in this society, you're going to be held accountable like a man. And what that means is that if a woman is acting out of place, it's not your place to act out of place. That's not your cue to act out of place. It's your time, your chance to look at a problem as an opportunity and say, how can we solve it? Yeah. How can we figure what is this is a human being? Mm -hmm. She cares about something. What is it that she cares about? Have you paid enough attention to that? Or you're saying, no, 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 she's just wicked. If you think she's just being wicked, it's only natural that you will act accordingly, meaning you feel attacked. Yeah. You defend yourself. You now offend the ladies, right? Mm -hmm. And you're creating more problems for the society. As opposed to say, okay, there's a place of weakness here. There's strength. On both sides, there's strength, there's weakness. Are we leveraging those things? If we're not doing those things, the conversation is just going to be going in circles and we'll be destroying lives, literally. And we'll be destroying legacy. I don't think his legacy is destroyed. I think it was short-spanned. I think yeah. two years at most, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be remembered mostly for the good things he said because... Over time, human beings tend to forget toxic stuff into the yeah. past, right? Yeah. They will pick out his messages, kind of like the his nobody impact. talks about uh, Matuta King is a cheater anyway. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. They Although about there's the some women. there's some women talking about it these days. Um, I've been there was someone that came out recently, like accusing him. But yeah, 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 yeah it's like, was Bissimo, right? Bissimo. Yeah, Bissimo. I, I Bissimo. Some, yeah, I saw yeah. a headline about that. But we don't worry as men. We don't worry about what. The, what how do how why would I pay attention to what Bissimo is saying? No, I know. So we're in a place where men are becoming weaker. When it's someone like BCMO says something, we overreact to it because we're looking for pieces of content. We go and I overreact agree. to it. I agree. We we it's almost like we shine more light on that on that toxic side of things when we don't we really don't need to. And you're right. I do think part of being a man is you, you have to you have to know where, where where to dispense your energy. It's not everything that you go around saying, hey, look at us, yes. woe is me. It doesn't even, nothing drives a woman's think faster than a guy that's like whining about certain things. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're giving them unnecessary energy. Yeah. And then you're taking the energy away from the good girls, which they still exist. They, they, they do. They do. They do. But then how common are they? Ola? That's the thing. How they're not on social media, I guarantee you. They're not loud on social media, but they are. They exist within, within the Nigerian. Let's talk about within our Nigerian space, for instance. Uh, do, right. do you do you think that there are a lot? Especially, let's even talk about Nigeria, for instance. Just in Nigeria, you do know that there's a lot going on in Nigeria. That to say you can go home to find a wife these days, it's kind of a stretch. Well, if in you Nigeria. have to go home to find a wife, your problem is bigger than that. <laughs> Your problem is much more bigger than that. You're probably just going to get hurt on your way to the village and back from the village. You're just going to bring a wife that will become a nurse and still dump your ass. <laughs> still you know, dump your ass. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like, it's like your shadow. It's like you're trying to run away from your shadow and every time you look, there you are again, right? Mm -hmm. You can't, like, I see people do this. There's some people that have done it successfully but because of the intention of we're not wayward. Yeah. They just happen to meet somebody from Nigeria and they brought them over and they're happy. Yeah. But when people say, oh, because I can't find a wife or a husband, I'm going to go back home. You're going to bring problem. But, You're going to bring problem but, but you know why they're doing that, right? It's because they feel like the women here, they've mm -hmm. become so progressive and they've become so independent that maybe they feel like 
it's it's harder to work with them. Maybe they feel like it's it, they're a lot more combative. They're a lot more, and you know, I I feel like those are some of the, you know, women became more independent. Women's rights, everything. I think I see I, I see a so, wedding band on your hands. So yes. I want to feel free a little bit more. A wedding yeah. band on yeah. your hand, right? Yeah, you're married. Yeah, I'm married. So I'm gonna feel free a little bit more. I want to root a few people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you have to go to Nigeria to go find a wife because the women around you, let's talk about what's common in all of that. You, the women around, around you. you. Okay. You surround yourself with certain type of women, right? Uh-huh. There's something about you that you have not worked on. Not, okay. This is a hundred percent accurate all the time. If you're pushing back against it, it's because you haven't fallen flat on your face yet. I will wait. I'm patient. Okay. Uh-huh. There's something you need to work on. There's a reason why you're attracting the kind of people that you, the same you, common denominator, keep attracting. The way we human beings work is that we're working, we're social beings. We're in patches. You cannot look at Kevin Samuel's statistics and apply it to yourself. It's, it's nonsense. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. That statistics, you don't know what subset of people they pulled it from. He kept saying black people. By the way, if you don't get the, the news flash yet, a Nigerian person, you're not exactly a black person. Yeah, it's a different, it's a, di- it's a co- completely different culture. Completely different. Now, with that being said, if you still have look around you and you find certain type of three or fours around you, that is you. <laughs> you're attracting the wrong. You are what you attract at the end of the day. You are exactly what you attract. Some people, when they hear that, they push back. Like, oh, that sounds like all sound kumbaya simple nonsense. Right? That's your problem. I'm going to wait. I'm patient because I'm married. There are a bunch of people that are married. There's weddings happening all the time. But then they say, oh, but those weddings, they become divorced too. You're right. You're right, but it's a percentage that become divorced. It's a percentage that stay together. As a matter of fact, I tell you right now, the percentage that stay together cut that into half. Those are the only ones that are happy. You're right about all the data you want to pull, but let's talk about you as a spiritual being. Yeah. What kind of energy do you attract yeah, you around you? You know. So you want to go to Thailand and find a wife. You want to go to Nigeria and find a wife. You want to go to Colombia and find a wife. You forgot that those people are people. They're also getting westernized. Yeah. You don't understand what you're putting yourself into. You don't even know the kind of beings. Like, for example, someone like me, I left Nigeria in 1998. You think I understand the people in Nigeria? No, I don't. Yeah. I'll be fooling myself. Every time I go to Nigeria, there's just something, no matter how much we're exposed on the internet, it's just different on ground. Yeah. Do, do you think maybe our, like, the older generation, maybe, do you think they could have done, as far as, like, teaching us how to like go out and and meet people do you think they failed us perhaps yeah i wouldn't use that language because it's fear driven um i think uh that generation was that generation they taught what they knew they moved how they moved Mm -hmm. um if there's any good about you right now you that good is a product of that generation yeah but 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 people always talk about how you know like that that older generation like for instance with with our women they'll tell them no boyfriend, no no dating, right? Nigerian parent, no know. dating, nothing. And then the, the the daughter will get into university, no dating, no. And then the minute they graduate university, they'll be asking, "Where's your husband?" Tamari, which is yeah. kind of like, so I mean, I feel like those are those are some of the things that maybe you know we could Guess clean what? up going forward. Guess what? We have young men today advocating to go back to that. They're saying. When, when I say, hey, I got teenagers, I'm giving them sex education already. They push back. They say, that's terrible. Don't expose them unnecessarily. Uh, 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 uh. Right? Yeah. We're confused. We're confused. 
we want to be progressive, but we want to go back to tradition at the same time, yeah. depending on what we're talking about, depending on what your personal experiences are. That's what determines where your bias will fall, right? Yeah. In my opinion, yes, our parents, if I was to label it a terrible job, I said they did a terrible job, but I don't think they knew any better. They didn't know any better. They just didn't right? know. They, there's they no way they could have been prepared the... for the world that we're in today. There's no way they could yeah, have seen it. Yeah, there's no way. Like, you can't say somebody did a terrible job when... We, terrible job with reference to what? You have to say with reference to they knew You're better right. and they didn't do better, You're right. Right? You're right? You know, it's like our children coming back and saying we should have taught them what the metaverse is. Yeah. Well, maybe in a few years we'll know, but... <laughs> <laughs> right? how, how about How about those people that... Because you always hear this from a lot of these fem- feminists, right? Where they talk about that generation and how their marriages were and how they, there's always reference to how our parents and that older generation, their marriages were so toxic. The women had to stand all sorts of cheating. And basically, it's almost like we didn't necessarily have really good examples. What do you think about that perspective? Like How, how, how per- pervasive do you think that was in terms of like these... Like the 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 quote unquote toxic marriages of of men of men that that just sleep around, come back to their wife, the wife will be miserable. Like how do you think that that might might also be a factor? It's a bunch of generalized nonsense. It doesn't mean it didn't exist. It didn't mean that. But you have to remember, we are literally the second at most, the third generation that's. That's monogamy. Okay. Yeah. Well, true. That is that's true. That is true. That is Most true. Because we, we started at my grandfather. My grandfather had four wives. You're right. Yeah, my grandfather had four wives. I, I never thought of it that way. You're right. We're not we weren't necessarily a monogamous society until recently. So uh, there see, was some see, see the unrealistic expectations now. Right? I, I never thought of it that way. I'm supposed to fall out of the sky and be able to practice monogamy just because when you both said so, right? Mm. You're right. right. So not only that women have that unrealistic expectation of, of men, but even men are judging themselves unnecessarily. We, we subscribe into a system that we don't know the rules, right? Mm-hmm. The truth is that it's individual by individual basis. Back then, there were couples that were happy. Back then, there were couples that were not happy as well. If you tell me a generalized nonsense, I'll tell you, tell me more. Precisely what story are you talking about? Who got slapped in the face by their husband? Who got cheated on by their husband? What happened? If you don't know that full story, you're speaking yeah, to you're stuff you don't understand. And there, there Human, are a lot of humans, humans cheat, okay? Humans cheat because they cheat, okay? Because sometimes we want certainty and we want variety. These are the two, these are two of the six basic human emotional needs. Sometimes we want variety, sometimes we want the security of certainty, right? Yeah. For at different times, the same person, right? So if you're aware of that already, yeah, you can mitigate that. You can say, hey, I know I would like variety. That's what you see people say, I want to spice up my marriage, right? Yeah. That's what you see people having conversation and saying, oh, yeah, but babe, we got to pay the bills first. You know what? I guarantee you, next two months, we're going to Miami, right? You're able to spice it up or create structure. Yeah. That's why you need the feminine and the masculine energy. The masculine energy will bring the safety, security, and the feminine energy will bring the varieties and the, the chaotic um, yeah. creativity that mm-hmm. makes it beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And then it creates sexual polarity. These are new knowledge we need to be engaging. Mm-hmm. Once okay. we are aware, awareness is have the battle won, right? Yeah. And then we can now put measures in place to keep ourselves happy. But I think we're, we're doing ourselves a disservice 
by referencing people that operated with a different rule, different mindset, different society, different, different. mindset. How do, how do you know she wasn't happy? What gave her a sense of happiness? You don't know that. that and that's another thing that I always think too. I'm like, even if those people, their husband went around and cheated, who says that they still didn't live fulfilled lives? There's this assumption that they were all miserable. But then when you look at the data today, you find that there are actually far more people depressed today where we have a more egalitarian society. So who, who's to say that they still weren't happy? I'm not saying that, you know, that's the best way to go about doing things. But the way we look back and judge previous generations sometimes, it's so unfair and it's so, it, it doesn't really yeah. take into account like, the, like the full breadth of like the, the times that they lived in. You're, you're right about that. You're right about that. Um, good, bad, good, bad, better. All that is irrelevant. It's a different generation, a different context. Yeah. In a general, call it a different dimension. How mm. do you bring the same? How do you transfer rules all over the place? Yeah. If you go from one religion to another, it's a different ball game. Mm. You go from one culture to another, it's a different ball game. Mm. From one tribe to another, it's a different ball game. From one generation to another, it's a different ball game. Of course, we transfer some of the same elements. Yeah. Like for example, we all want love and connection. Mm. Right. So. All right. So um, this is, again, uh, we're kind of running short of time. I know I was going to only have you for 30 minutes. I have you for over an hour now, so I appreciate it. So I'm going to try to wrap it up uh, very soon. Um, There is one question that I definitely want to put out there for you, and it's, is love enough? It, it depends on your definition of love, right? Yeah. Um, the, how you define love with experience is different from how you define love when you don't have experience, right? Okay. Experience is a very, very important um, knowledge source. Um, there are only two ways to get it. <laughs> you have the experience, you fall flat on your face. The second one is have mentors, right? Yeah, that you can run some things by and say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this, right? Mm -hmm. When it's not clear, right? As opposed to making rash decisions yeah. or overreacting when you see something that you're not familiar with. Um, love is patient, love is kind, love is all of these things that the scripture said in Corinthians. If you're if you define love that way, yes, absolutely is enough. Absolutely, right? Um, one of the things with love is that we have to subscribe to the same meanings of love. Yeah, that's if, true. If that's your true. subscription to love as my partner is just affection, like the Google dictionary. Mm -hmm. Um, clearly it may not be enough for you. I may think I'm giving everything I can give and whatever I'm giving is not enough for you. So context matters. Who is defining what love is, right? Um, there's a book called Five Love Languages, right? Yeah. That book does a, did a great job. My wife talks uh, about those things all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not an absolute, but it gives you an idea of what to work with, right? Mm, yeah. In terms of, uh, uh, of how people interpret love. So he broke it down into five. There are other books that broke it down to three or different structure. It doesn't matter. The point is that you have some kind of definition of love beyond affection that works for you and your spouse. If you have that and you both subscribe to that yeah. and you focus on giving, because love is giving, it's not give and take. That's one of the problems with people, right? Yeah. If you, if you, if you think in love as give and take, naturally because you're a selfish being like the rest of us, you will focus on the taking. You would think you are giving over, but you focus on the taking. You now say, I've been giving, I don't receive where's anything my, back. That's because own... you're focused on the taking. Yeah, it's almost like a selfless thing. It's a selfless... It's a act. selfless thing, right? Yeah. So I, I, but I, say, I, I was going to say, I, I like to think love 
mm-hmm. is a choice though to an extent like we choose to love someone and it's, and, it, and, it, and it's something that you it's almost like every day you're choosing to love this person that you've chosen to spend like for me that's only valid if the person you're if we're talking about romance we're talking about romance right yes that's only valid if the other person subscribed to the same idea the same because idea. you're a human being if you are choosing to love and you start to feel abused you feel like the other person is not reciprocating you'll get caught up in your feelings and that will go out the window, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very important to, because I get that pushback too. Like when I say love is given, like what if what if they're not giving back? Well, I didn't say you shouldn't give to yourself. You should be giving, you can't give what you don't have. So giving to yourself, you start from self. You take care of yourself, you give to yourself, especially as a man. As a man, make sure you're taking care of yourself so you can pour into other people. Yeah. And she tend to want to reciprocate if she's a normal human being. But if you're busy trying to take, if you start to resent because you're feeling like you're not getting, because you're not pouring enough to yourself, right? Yeah. If you start to resent, you will end up in the echo chamber of Kevin Samuels uh-huh. and all the other gang. Uh-huh. And then they will tell you what you want to hear. It's usually nothing good. I'm just being honest with you, especially if you're reading the comment areas. Yeah. In terms of application, you're just going to have people that will feed all this toxic energy and then you will single-handedly destroy whatever you have going on. Does that mean she shouldn't be held accountable? No, she should be held accountable, but you should be coming from a place of faith, strength, right? Uh A place of uh, you're in control, right? As a man, you can't be in a place of weakness because that's not attractive to anyone or a place Mm -hmm. of lack of confidence or a place of low self-esteem. They can smell it. They can sniff it. Even if she's a good person. She yeah. will eat you up alive. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you know her. Every woman across board is like this. It's not because she's a Christian or not. It's because we're human beings. So I always tell people in terms of love, love yourself abundantly and then give, share that love with someone. Yeah. Then manage your resources. Don't be stupid. Don't be buying $200 plate yeah. on a date when you know you can't afford it, right? Yeah. This is where all the resentments come from. So my answer is that love it's enough and maybe not enough depends on it really your depends. definition it, of love really no yeah I, 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 yeah i guess because it is a very it's a very vague question but i brought it up because i i know there was there was one clubhouse room that i heard you guys talking about it and it mm. was along those lines of of, right, of, right. of whether it's love tricky. was enough and, and or it's not enough but it's, it's never it's never so simple at least let i like me, let me let me have this context if you don't mind okay you see when people say love is not enough they're usually coming from a place of bad experience. Mm. It's very important to talk about that, right? If you come to me and say, is love is enough? You're not just falling out of the sky saying that. You, you're asking that question because you've tried to love and you felt like it wasn't enough. So yeah. that's why I said we have to break it down to, what do you mean by love? Or because you're in love with a person, you think that should be enough. That's not love. You're just in love. You're caught up in a feeling. And feelings are temporary by nature. Yeah, they don't last forever. You know? So the context matters. Interesting. Wow. Do you do you advise couples? Have you have you do you, yeah. you, you do consult? Interesting. Yeah. Consult on married relationship, dating, wow, and par- and parenting. And I I consult on those seven areas where I've experienced success. With, uh, with so with parenting, yeah. Well, I definitely there's I just had my, my first child. Um about a year Congratulations, ago. man. About a year ago. And um yeah, it's been it feels like it feels like it's she's going so fast. 
But I think of like the future and and the kind of parent I'll be. And sometimes even I, I'm kind of scared myself. Like you know whether whether I would be I would be enough because I I know how pivotal your your parents are in in your life. It's it is so pivotal. And you know of course I love my parents. They weren't perfect. Um, I like to think that I turned out you know relatively okay. But then, you know, I also know of other parents and I see other kids and like some of my mates and things that they went through. And it's so easy to mess up a child. It's so, it's so easy. And it's, it's scary, really. So, I mean, that's, that's a discussion probably for another day. I would definitely like to get into that some other day. Today was really more about relationships. Um, but I, I would definitely love to hear your perspective on, on parenting and, and kind of what it takes because I feel like I have a lot to learn, especially being a new parent myself. Um, I mean, just relax, man. You know, just relax. Everything yeah. will be fine. It, it's, I feel, <laughs> I feel like the pressure's on, man. I feel like the pressure's on. Especially yeah. in, today, in today's world where you have this, this device. The device, and right? And how they can, they can get so many things from it. And it's kind of scary, man. But um, what well, God did, God did. Um, I was going to, I think I was, that was really, really every. I don't know if there were any other in, things that you wanted to share just in terms of just advice for our listeners in terms of relationships and and kind of like how to mm-hmm. how to because i have a lot of listeners that are single um mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the toughest things right now is people get into meaningful relationships and building something really really meaningful like right well, are there any general tips uh that you yeah, can yeah, share yeah. with us yeah you know the the truth is that for any one of those, you can hear me, right? Yes. The truth is that for any one of those areas, the same principles apply in life. It's the dimensions that change, that changes generation to generation. Uh, Media has always been here for as long as we have history. People Mm -hmm. wanted to, the the elders, the leaders of a community want to communicate with the, with the people, with the followers, right? Mm -hmm. You know, then if you watch Nigerian traditional movie, they take the agogo, And then the you know the media has always been there, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a need for it. It's part of survival. Uh, you need uh, the protection of a leader to to protect you guys in an environment, and that's the beauty about the family structure. You have a man who can protect you. Yep. Uh, the the only thing that changes in this dimension is that it's no longer financial and physically because she can protect herself in that sense. Yes. But there's something that she still needs you. Stop all the cap, including ladies, right? Mm-hmm. She still needs you to protect her emo- uh, emotionally, right? She needs to feel that sense of masculine energy around her. And when she doesn't feel it, we all have masculine and feminine in us, right? Yes, we do. Our masculine come to the surface because she needs to protect herself, right? Yes. And then you receive that as disrespect. That's what it feels like on the surface, right? Hmm. Or you, f- you don't feel enough, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but once you're able to understand that this is not about financial, again, new dimension, new order, yeah. right? It's not about, it's still protection, but not financial. It's almost like you have to, you have to kind of change your mindset. It's, like it's a, mindset. It's just all, it's always been mindset. It's just that it was really, you have to protect them physically. Yes, once back upon then. a time, a yes. few hundred years back. Yes, right? But now we're, we're but a now, civilized society and that right. need is not as prevalent. Exactly, and, but you still, but, but, been, but we still need to protect in other you ways. You still need to protect because we've been socialized to be that way. She come home sometimes from that bus chick 
activity mm -hmm. and she needs to be able to cry on your shoulder mm -hmm. and if that's if you're not a well if you're not a secured guy in yourself yeah that's going to make you start to feel like you know there are little things that you've been socialized to that you need to tweak now and it's your responsibility to tweak it because you are a leader you don't get to cry the other way around and say me too me too no there's no me too yeah no, this is not the point where you need to subscribe to equality. You're not equal. You're the leader, right? Yeah. So if you understand that it's the same principles, but the dimensions are different and you need to ask questions about what dimension are we in right now? She doesn't need me here, but she needs me over there. You're still leading. You're still leading and she still needs you to be a leader. And it's not something she needs to admit to by her mouth. There are Women that will say, no, 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 no. I just want a partner. It's not your cue to start arguing with that, right? The actions speak louder than the words, right? So there are several principles that actually, that are used as applicable to all of this. And I'm okay. speaking to men because I believe that women are a product of how we move yeah. to a large extent. Yeah, there are evil women. I get it. I get it. But how did you attract that evil woman? Let's talk about that right mm -hmm. you know so there in any one of the areas that i cover there's there are several things that i, I use resourcefulness okay resourcefulness you have to be able to come up with resources and start waiting for someone to create resources for you not especially a woman right if she brings money to the table trust me there are other areas missing where you could fill the gap again it's about resourcefulness not about having the resources yeah. it's applicable in every asset right mm -hmm. then two is influence defense and offense right yeah. influence defense and offense i would like to add audience but in a relationship the audience is her right okay. yeah it's her but offense defense playing offense and defense if you're you need a good balance of all of that if you're always playing defense, meaning I just need prenup, you're going to lose. You're, That's you're, not how to win a game. Yeah. You need to and be playing you're not offense gonna gain, too. You're not going to gain her trust. You're going to lose. Yeah. Your... If that's what dominates your conversation, she's going to get scared shitless and run away from you far. If, so, you're do if the domination of your conversation is all this fear-driven stuff, right? Yeah. It's not just romantic relationship. People run from you. Nobody feels safe around you, right? Yep. The, the third thing is systems and processes, right? You need to have system and process in place because you're a human being. Don't put yourself on a pedestal. System and process, a good example of that would be the ocean. Yeah. The ocean is feminine energy, right? Mm -hmm. It moves the way it moves. You try to swim against it, you will drown yourself. Yeah. Instead, you need to learn how to leverage it in your favor, right? And yeah. then you can now create the results you're looking for. There's a skill set behind that. Then number four is patterns and trends. Every human being has patterns and trends. If you say two statements, I can read you. I know the next thing you're about to say. You need to develop social and emotional intelligence skills, right? Mm -hmm. Four is growth by leverage. It's, it kind of alludes back to what I said earlier about use things around you, the forces around you to create growth. Okay. Don't try to be a superhuman. Don't, don't, when she comes home and she's crying about that boss and you can see the answer, it's not your cue to give the answer. Just listen a little bit longer. Mm. just make her feel safe that she can talk without somebody spewing all kind of solution at her the solution sometimes is the process women especially need to go through listening uh, uh the idea of the feel safe that you can, they can you can listen to them without without feeling the need to solve every problem mm. and a lot of men complain that you expect us to be superhuman actually i'm telling you to be the opposite i'm telling you that all this work you put on yourself is not necessary you just need to relax and listen sometimes it's easier 
it's harder because of your emotions. You're getting caught up in your emotions, mm -hmm. but it gets easier with time, you know? Uh, number six, elimination of competition. How you eliminate competition is to, is confidence. Confidence, right? Everyone is attracted to confidence. People don't know what you're capable of at the end of the day, but if you show them some kind of confidence, they will bet on it all day long. They do it in the stock market. They do. They do. Right? Last but not least is sustainability. They, again, don't try to be God. Whatever you do, make sure it's something that you can pretty much sustain, right? Uh, yes. Like, don't don't try to be, don't be something and then show up. That, that, was one, that was another one of the key things that I learned before I got into my marriage. Because that was one of the issues, that was one of the mistakes I used to make in my previous relationships. Mm -hmm. I would come out and I would want to impress so much. And I would do all this, all this and that. And, and, and women expect that to an extent that you, you it's know, it's okay for them to expect that. Yeah. But sometimes you would, sometimes as men, we, we go overboard so that when we now settle into the relationship, it's almost like you become the opposite person. And then you now start looking like a phony. Yeah. And they look at you mm -hmm. like, ah, is this the same person that, mm -hmm. and, and the minute that happens, they lose trust. And once they lose trust, it's almost like, it's like downhill yeah, it, from it's there. Like, it's like it's like destroying the building. It's, it's like, like downhill from there. So that you're right about that. That consistency thing is really really key. Is yeah. is not not going too overboard. At least tr mm -hmm. at least try to maintain a, a good sense of yourself so that you don't seem like a completely different person. Yes. And and I think one more thing that I think you kind of alluded to it is that with, with relationships, right? I think the onus ultimately is on the men. There's this I'm guy. sorry. That's the reality. There, there, there's this guy, and this was something that I learned again before I got into my marriage. Something that I learned from Patrice O'Neill. And he would say this thing all the time. And I never understood that first, but he would be like, if the marriage doesn't work or if the relationship fails, it's your fault as a man. And you then know they're not, and you know, they quote O'Neill all the time. They don't quote that part. Yeah. The red he'll pill say, community, men of swear, yeah. they, they don't quote that part. He'll say, it's your fault as a man. And he would almost kind of trace it back to like something, something that went wrong, something that, that you missed along the way that then, that, that then cast, caused this cascading effect to the yep. point that either she ended up cheating on you or she ended up leaving you or something. Mm -hmm. And But he would trace it back. And yep. Patrice was... Like this man, it wasn't like he was the best looking man, but this guy got girls. Like he, and yeah, he, of course, he knew how Confident. to control. Like it was, and th those are one of like the biggest lessons lessons I learned. Like it's almost like if you're gonna enter a relationship, I, you have to, you almost the almost kind of has to be on you. So you have to kind of make sure you set those right expectations. It's, it's, a, it's a mindset. It is. It is. It is. You know, it, it gives you power because you can always say. When you say I can hold myself accountable, yeah, you see, I'm it's powerful. It's it powerful. Is. When you say no, no, there's got to be something else fault. You lost your power instantly. Yep, yep, yep. Those are mm. one of the biggest lessons I learned, man. The onus, whether I like it, I know they will always talk about this equality thing, but I'm telling you, when it comes to no, relationship, equality, equality belongs in the workplace. Yeah, human rights. When it comes to relationship, when it, when it comes to romantic relationship, you throw that out the window. We're yeah. not equal. No, we're not. Not. And, and and it's not beneficial to be equal because we're trying to create sexual polarity. We're trying to create polarity. Why do we want to be equal? Yeah. We're trying to create compatibility. There's, it's not compatible when you when you have like, yeah, like 
like sides of the of the polarization, right? That's yeah. not how life works. And 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 besides, it's not like you want to date yourself, anyways, because that's that's essentially what it would be. <laughs> you you'd be dating someone that was just like you in every single way. You're anytime, anytime a man's rhetoric is full of holding women accountable, holding women accountable, it, it, like it's so easy for me. Like that's the problem. Yeah, I can red, just pick it up. Like that's the problem. You're competing with a woman. Yeah, you will always lose. Yeah. Yeah. You already lost. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, yeah. I wish, I wish, I, I feel like I, do, I don't hear you say this a lot on Clubhouse because I've heard you in discussions, but I don't, no, no, yeah, I don't really I hear you get into these. With the fellas. I, I guess. Have to, I guess. I have to be gentle with them because again, Kevin Samuel started a very important conversation. A lot of people are holding resentment in. If I don't let them pour it out, mm. we can't fix what we don't know, you know? Yeah. Um. But majority of the work that I do with them is in my back channel. Oh, okay. Uh, many of them will come in my back channel and ask for the question because, like you and I said earlier, after you're toxic, bashing women, bashing women, bashing after a while you're tired, like I still feel toxic in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Right? It's not sustainable. No, it's not. You know, sustainability. You cannot sustain that. No, it's not. You know? It's definitely not so, sustainable. You're right. You're yeah. definitely right about that. Um, but I've I've held you for far longer than you than than you agreed to. So I really do appreciate it. Before we go though, please um don't forget to please hit that subscribe button right there on the Smiling Software um network page. Hit the bell, make sure you hit the bell for notifications. Um before we go, um Ola, can you just give us your socials where where people can reach you um and, and how people can can get in touch with you? I mean, you can find me at olatalks.com. Okay, and that's olatalks, olatux, yes. Olatalks.com. Some people say talks. This is my middle name, Tokumbo. Okay. Um, some people will say, oh, yeah, but if you if you search my name too, I come up all over the place. Yes. Um, and that's Ola, um, Ab, Ola Abitogun. Yeah, olatalks, yeah. Abitogun. Even if you search my last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, please subscribe and send me send me all the links, man. Let's I see if we can do. chop it up and do some more stuff. Uh, I, would, uh, I would love to. Time, I would know? I would so. love to. I would love to. Like I said, this is just this is a platform where I just get to just engage with the world and learn learn about things and hopefully bring my audience along with it. Uh, I feel like we learned yeah. a lot today. I mean, there were some things that you broke down that I I would definitely love to even get like a, a deeper dive into because I feel like I feel like these are one of the most important like your role right now is one of the most important roles in society right now because it all comes back to the yin and the yang, the man and the yeah. woman, the relationship. And right now, it's uh, the relationship between yeah. the man and the woman in society. And we're raising broken. kids. And we're raising kids. And yeah, yeah. it's so important. So I, I really do appreciate it, man. So I'm, But I'm going to let you let you off for now. Um, I appreciate it. Um, um, any, any, any parting words? Now, nah, man, let's keep the conversation alive. Thanks, Kevin Samuel, for starting a conversation that was much needed. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But some of us can have this conversation without uh, without feeling the need to drag people. Yeah. You know? But, um, <laughs> but uh, some drag, if there's any dragging necessary, I think I want to drag men. You know, I'll say this. <laughs> women are generally not attracted to men that drag other men. I know yeah. some people don't expect that. Right, and and men are generally not attracted to women that drag other women. Oh, yeah, because it shows a sign that you are not loyal, yeah. and it's something that we read into very subconsciously. Hmm. But some of us have taken the charge and said, you know what? No, I'm responsible for how men move in this society, and we're gonna do, we're gonna figure this out, and we're taking a risk because, you know, 
But who else is going to take the risk than a married man, right? Yeah, After all, I'm not looking to attract any more ladies on the streets, I, right? I, I feel so, you, man. We're, we're out the game, man. We're out the game. <laughs> out yeah. the game. But we're the lucky ones, like they said. We don't know anything that's going on out here. But then they want to complain to us. But a lot. But these streets, okay. man. These streets are they're rough, man. I I hear these people on Clubhouse. I'm just like, oh my god. I am so happy. I do. I'm happy. I am no longer in that in the dating. It's rough. It's it rough. rough and it's it's gotten worse compared to like yeah. back when I was dating. It's mm-hmm. it's really with the political correctness. There's so many things going on right now that yeah. dating is just yeah. not as we we'll see people easy. like Will Smith falling for it. It's I mean, tricky. It's very tricky. Ah man. Yeah. Now but what? I think I, I think I have some I, I think I have some answers, yeah. but I'm okay with not having the answer, but we must keep the conversation going. We must alive keep the conversation going. To get to it. Yeah. And and I definitely I I especially within the Nigerian or the African diaspora, I I'm I I feel very, very strongly about that. I I, I, I understand I can't fix the world, but I at least want to start with our community. Yeah, like if I can at least start that and make sure we yeah. start healing and yeah. healing these these wounds of toxicity, um, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good place to start. But I appreciate you a lot, man. It's, it's it's been a great conversation. I can go on for hours, man. This is this has been very very. My pleasure, Corey. Corey, is Corey there? It's Corey Allah. Okay, so Corey, yeah. right, no yeah. problem. Man. But it's Someone the courageous part. Yeah, Corey. Well, Corey. they call me Corey. I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm used to it. But it's been real a lot, man. I appreciate it, man. I gotta right, run bro. now. All right, we'll talk soon. All, All right. right, thanks, boss. Girl, the way you broke my heart, shattered like rocks through window. Thought we had it so good I never really saw this coming Oh, why you got to be so cold Why you got to go and cut me I build my life around you